At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now. Uh huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, right? Gathering information, you get buy-in from every team, uh, you know, following up. That's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. Interstate Batteries has been a proud supporter of the Sportsman's Nation since day one. They offer just about every battery under the sun, from car and truck batteries to batteries for your trail cameras and rangefinders. Select retail locations even offer cell phone repair and cracked screen repair. Find a local retail location at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate Thomas, and for the first time in what feels like forever, Andy and Mike are both in the house with me. What's oh, up, guys? Hallelujah. We're here, we're here. It is 10 o'clock at night. We pretty much recorded an entire podcast episode prior to... Without recording. Without recording. Yeah. That's usually how these things go, though. You get a, yep. get a few buddies together and just start talking. Yep. Yep. With us also today is returning guest, our buddy, Russell. Howdy. Russell Ryan is here with us today to honestly shoot, get shit on shit. by us more than anything. Yes, everybody's <laughs> mad at Russell. We're a little jealous of Russell, is what it is, but... We'll get into that later. Yeah, so today's episode is basically a kind of a spring BS session. You know, we haven't all been together for a while. Um, you know, I've done some episodes with Andy. Yeah. I've done some episodes with Micah, but we haven't all been together for a while. <clears throat> and uh figure we just get together and kind of you know bs a little bit and talk about what we've been up to what our plans what our hopes and dreams are yeah, hopes and dreams. <laughs> plans hopes dreams yeah talk about some uh some deer stuff some turkey stuff a little bit of everything honestly yeah. wherever the rabbit hole takes us is where we're gonna go i'm good with that so am i those are usually the fun ones not that they're not fun, but <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying. So how's everybody been? What's everybody up to? Uh, not sleeping, mostly. You know, oh, oh my gosh. This is a perfect start, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's Tell my us life. the hilarious. You, you posted this on uh, some I mean, that was my media. personal page, so not too many people saw it. But You got to tell us what my sister said to you so, last night. Whether you knew or not, me and... Amy, we just had a newborn baby. She turned three weeks old today, actually. Um, but last night, she obviously wakes up during the middle of the night to be fed and stuff like that. Well, last night, she wakes up. I go to help. I don't know what I was going to do, but I was going to try to do something. And <laughs> your sister, in her sleep-deprived brain, she turns to me. She's like, no, no. You go back to bed with you and your useless nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, kind of thought about it for a second. <laughs> I'm like, well, they're pretty useless, so I will. <laughs> so I can think of a t-shirt now, you know, men, useless nipples since the beginning of time. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yep. I, I even told, I was like, you don't remember what you said to me last night? And she was like, no, what did I say? I told her, and she thought it was hilarious. So, so subconsciously, she came up with that. She's been stewing on that one for she's a while. Probably. On that. Well, I mean, anytime, because what can I do? I, right. I, I can't do nothing. I mean, sure, I could change a diaper or something like that, but so I feel bad for her. You know, it's oh, hard. Yeah. It's hard having a newborn, yeah. but she actually sleeps really good. She sleeps too good. The biggest problem she has is waking the baby up to feed her. Yeah. She just don't want to wake up. Huh. So. Yeah. We're actually in our little Missouri Woods and Water family here. Pretty busy. I mean, you just had a baby. Yeah. Andy's finishing up uh, in our episode, what, two episodes ago. We talk about sitting on Andy's back porch on his yeah. new house. Well, Pretty as close. we're sitting right now in your old house's kitchen. Sitting in the old house's kitchen. Because you're still not moved, moved in. Yet. Yeah. So, you, you know, you're finishing a new house you're building and... Yeah, hopefully we'll be moving in next week, right? Fingers crossed. We're going to try. I'm going to... I just... I pray that I don't break something. Like dent a wall or something. And if I do, I'm blaming it on Micah. That's fine. (laughs) I don't have anything that nice anyway, so it'll be fine if you drop something. (laughs) (laughs) New is always nice. And it's got to get that first, like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, we've had that. You need to just go in there and just throw a hammer. (laughs) <laughs> Nebraska Furniture Mart did that for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. So the nudeness is kind of worn off. Without you didn't even. get to go in there, did you? We we went into the basement. We couldn't go up top because they refinished the floor again. Yeah, dudes came back to fit. So Nebraska Furniture Mart put a scratch <laughs> across his hardwood floors. Had to be what, like forty foot long? Pretty darn close. <laughs> You would have thought that it would look down and be like, hey, this doesn't look right. <laughs> That's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. We no just big kept, deal. It's only brand kept new. Kept on pushing. <laughs> oh, man. At least they didn't, like, gouge it. It was pretty bad. They That's the second time they've come back. Like, the hardwood guys come back to repair it. Yeah. So, they put a coat of stuff on there and, like, tried to fill in the scratch. And you could still you see could where see he, like, tried to buff it out. And so, they came back and did a whole new coat over the floor t- today. Yeah. In in Nebraska Furniture Mart's uh, defense, I mean that sounds they like they just like handled it like yeah. that. They took care of it. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not real happy with out that. anything by it. But right, it's yeah. time. Right, at least it's fixed. Yep, that's all. And yep. This house has went really fast, anyways. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nothing's We're, gone wrong. <laughs> we are no delays. Swimmingly, we are eleven months almost to the day. Nice. Eleven months. Into it or 11 into months behind the when you should have moved in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty close. Same thing. Uh, no, 11 months into it. So. When was, like, originally, when was the date that y'all planned on moving? Because everybody says, oh, you're going to be done by this time, usually. Mm. Or is this pretty close? Is this pretty spot on? No, about Christmas. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, we're close. <laughs> roughly almost six months. Yeah. But, yeah. It happens. My parents, they did the same thing. Weather yeah. hit, and then COVID played havoc trying to get supplies and different things, and just, yeah. I mean, you did get lucky with your lumber prices, though. So. You know, I really thought <laughs> I was kind of screwed in the beginning because everything went up. I was all pissed off about it. and But comparatively to, like, right now, I got a deal on it, so I'm not too yeah too upset about it. Yeah, dude, I so I'm, I'm remodeling two bathrooms right now, and I had to buy <clears throat> two sheets of treated plywood. Oh, Almost eighty dollars a sheet. Yeah, used to be twenty five. <laughs> yeah, that's what Dad said. Something like twenty twenty five bucks. Yeah, for treated, it was it's ridiculous. I got, I got like, today was the first day though. Stock wise, lumber price came down. Did it in like I don't know how long. Yeah, six months. I got I got like four sheets of like just half inch plywood in my garage. I'm thinking about putting a down payment on a piece of property. There you go. <laughs> Something like that, you know. People are going to start scrapping wood. <laughs> need, a, need a new truck. You got a piece of plywood there. I see you. <laughs> Can I take that? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk some outdoor stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, turkey season's now over. Uh, yeah, thank Missouri. God. Yeah. That was miserable. Well, I didn't even get to go. So no. how, um, You had a baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to come out and say it. Uh, I took my son during youth season. But then um, regular season hit, and my family's life. Baseball, yeah, softball, track. Three, actually, yeah. Three kids in four different sports right now, and 4-H starting with one of the other ones. And uh, I had the opportunity to take him uh, last day, and my daughter's softball tournament went all the way till like, 10 o'clock. We got home at, like, 
I don't know, 11 o'clock at night. And I had no desire to wake up the next morning. And he is not happy with me. Yeah. But so we didn't go again. Um, you went. I went a oh, handful of times. Uh, I, you know, it rained here and there through planting. So I'd, and before work, I'd go and jet out early out of the woods. But right, it was tough this year. Just not a lot of birds gobbling, and uh, if they did, they're on the roost. As soon as they got down, they just shut up. Wasn't having it. Uh, went with Pat. Our buddy Pat's been on here a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, went with him a couple times. Had I mean, we had some fun. Uh, Pat got one, didn't he? He uh, he should have he one. Tempted to get oh, one. He should have one. Uh, but that one came in silent on him, and uh, I think he missed him at like 40, 45 yards, something like that. Shotgun? But shotgun. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, it's not the easiest shot in the world, but doable. Yeah. And uh, he was actually watching another bird uh, in one direction, and he heard something behind him, and this one he was coming across an open field to him. I just came over this ridge. He yeah. just kept on coming, but yep. So uh, I had a we had two good days. One, me and him went and we got on a bird early, and it busted us like 200 yards away. We were still 50 yards in the timber, and this thing seen us somehow. I'm guessing we actually busted the hen, and she took off. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm not the best turkey hunter. You're and, a gigantic human being. You know, it, that's well, part yeah. of your problem. That's part of it, and I'm just. I'm not a great turkey hunter. I'll be honest. I, I'm just not that good. It's, talk, I enjoy hey, doing it. You're you talking know? to a room full of them, other than yeah. maybe Russ. But, I mean, did, did you even go this year? No, I haven't hunted turkeys in probably yeah, five years. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we got on him. He busted us. We go, He ran. But it was weird because he ran the same direction we came from. So, we circled the farm, came back to where our truck kind of was. He was in the field where our truck was. <laughs> so, he, I don't know. We called to him, and he just didn't wasn't comfortable. He didn't like it. He came halfway and then quit. He just went off, never gobbled. And then uh, we left that farm, went to a different one, spotted him from the road, made a play on him, and had the – there was uh, two hens, a Jake and a Tom. Had him kind of come, and the Tom wanted to come but wasn't leaving his hen. Another hen circled us, and the Tom was almost in range, and Pat kind of shifted around a tree a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there's a hen that snuck in like 10 yards behind him. And I, I was I was sitting at an angle, so I couldn't warn him she was coming, and uh, busted him. And she she actually flew, and and the rest of them just made their way away. Yeah. But uh, the funnest hunt I had, I did not leave empty hand turkey season empty handed. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. That was on our Instagram a few days ago or something like that. Yeah. So uh, that that first turkey I was talking about that busted us, he has a head on him like the size of a softball, like he is a massive turkey. And I just couldn't let it go. So I went back to that farm a couple more times. And finally, I heard a gobble across the farm, same spot that he busted us at. So I played it different. And I i mean, I made a loop all the way around the farm and came in at a different angle that I had a little more cover. And I got there, and he's in the middle of this, like, probably three-acre field gobbling. I'm like, all right, I got this part. So I got set up a little bit. I didn't take my decoy with me because there's no place to for me to visibly put it. And so I was, you know, buried 20 yards in the timber trying to get him to the edge. Calling, calling. He'd gobble, call, gobble. I mean, I bet he gobbled 100 times just back and forth and uh, played him for a while, but he wouldn't come in. He wanted me to come out, and I wasn't obviously doing that. And so uh, then out, he never strutted. Then all of a sudden he just strut, quit gobbling, and just was out there for a little bit showing off and took off. Uh, hey, everybody, come yeah. see how good I look. Exactly, exactly. And then uh, – he gobbled a few more times and started walking away from me. Well, the angle he was going, I have a deer stand in that direction. I know there's a pretty heavy traveled deer trail going that way. So I got down in the timber about, I don't know, 60, 70 yards. And I, I mean, I booked it through the timber to cut him off. And it almost worked. He still was ahead of me by about 100 yards. Um, but he started gobbling again. So I called again. He gobbled. I was like, all right, he's still workable. He's working. Mm-hmm. Well, this time it worked out in my favor that he had just went over a hill. It's like a little crest in the field. Well, I was on the other side. So I called to him. I was standing up. I could see him. And he turned around and started coming. So I got, he's about 100 yards at that point in time. So I got down on my knees and kind of backed up a little bit and got set up. If he crested the hill, it was about 30 yards and I could shoot. I could just barely start to see his head. He's probably 60 yards and he's still, still coming. Coming in slow. And I hear something behind me. I'm like, what is that? I'm going to get busted by another turkey again. And I look, don't see nothing, don't see nothing. He gobbles, so I call. 
he gobbles, and then he starts putting. I'm like, all right, what's going on? And this coyote comes out just crouched and just sneaking. He splits the difference between us. He comes out at about 30 yards. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. So I grab my call again. I just squeak a couple times, you know. And the coyote looks back real quick at me. Well, that time another one jogs out behind him and starts jogging right at me. I mean, so I just wait, wait, wait. And then my shotgun's still kind of leaning against the tree. And, it, I mean, he's closing in 30, 20. He gets about 10, 15 yards. I just grab the shotgun. I just unloaded it on him. <laughs> I was so mad at that point in time because the Tom's long gone by oh, this yeah. point in time. I was just so upset because I had, had that it, turkey had finally he, coming in. Had he noticed and started trying to get the hell away from he you? He had time no clue. <laughs> I just, and I just I, I shot him the first time, and the second one took off. Well, as the second one took off, the first one was still spinning there, started spinning towards the timber, so I went ahead and decided to finish him off. Nice. But uh, I don't know. I still got, my, still got my adrenaline going, saved a turkey's life. So, Like you said in your post, not every coyote hunts a turkey hunt. But every turkey hunts a coyote hunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every day. We like laying the smack down on them coyotes so, for sure. Yeah. So I didn't leave turkey season empty-handed. I ended up, I think it's my, since I started counting in November, I think that one's number 20, that I've been on stand. I haven't necessarily pulled the trigger, but I've seen get killed. I've been on yeah. the stand either calling You were or, part of the hunt right. anyways. Heath Baker would be severely dis- disappointed in us. Yeah. He's at like 730. <laughs> no, no. I listened Last night, he had one live last night, and he was I think it, it was like 550 or something like it's that. Ridiculous. Like 558 for May. Yeah. But another thing uh, on that video on that coyote, um, you're the first one uh, out of the three of us that have got to try out your new Huntworth gear. Yeah, we got some new Huntworth gear in, and honestly, it fits me for being like a taller guy. Mm-hmm. They sent me some uh, some large tall pants, and one of the rare times I can get actual hunting pants that fit me without going out you know the extra mile to find them and yeah. so uh so a little review here because i haven't used them yet mm-hmm. and this is the first hunting uh pant that i own now that has reinforced uh yeah. knees and an ass but um so same for me i've, I've never had right. reinforced knees on any of my like, i don't even know pants. of another company actually that does that but I know ones that put like knee pads. Yeah, knee pads. Like, like knee I have pads. King. I had King's pants before that had. Uh, I think they're called Preachers actually. That had knee pads, but you could take them out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they were inside, and it was just right. a, a knee pad. This isn't a pad or nothing. Now, it's just, this is like a canvas type material mm-hmm. on the knees and yeah, the butt. You're not gonna tear it or rip it. Probably. So the one negative is when you are walking. Yeah, if you're you know. I guess narrow legged or whatever, not bow legged, the opposite of. You can hear them kind of hit just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's just me when I was like sneaking through the woods, trying to be real quiet, walk real slow. I could barely like hear a little bit, but the rest of the pants can't. Um, the good part was when I got to the point to see that turkey out in the middle of the field, I immediately dropped to my knees and I was in, I mean, some brush. I mean, it was, you know, some thorn stickers and some other stuff and some sticks. It saved my knees tremendously because I wasn't getting stabbed by thorns. I wouldn't get sticks everywhere. And, I mean, I kind of shuffled on my knees and crawled on my knees to get to a good spot there for a while and was super comfortable doing it. So Super I'd, lightweight, too. I noticed are. that because I, I wore it on my coyote hunt, and yeah. they were super lightweight. I really – yeah, they, they, were, they were nice. I liked them. So I'll give the pants an A for sure. And, and for the listeners um, – because this is just recent with us, you know, Huntworth is is a a, a sponsor of ours now, a I guess a partner, a partner of ours, you would say. And uh, and the other cool thing is, you know, what we we got from them, what we bought from them. I mean, dude, you can't get it from anybody else for the for price. those prices. Not for the price. no. I mean, you can. Uh, let me take that back. You can get stuff for oh. those prices, but. I feel what like I'm saying is the quality of this stuff is mm-hmm. on par with some of the better brands or what you would consider the better brands out there. But you can get, you know, all the stuff you really need to get for, I mean, if you want to If you're to hunting get, on a budget, yeah, that I would 100% recommend mm-hmm. looking at the Huntworth no stuff doubt. because the quality is, like I said, right there with some of those other name brands that, that we use both here, you know, in, in Missouri, deer hunting and turkey hunting and coyote hunting, but also yeah. the stuff we take out west, elk hunting, the quality's right there with it and for yeah. marginal of the price. And I own all the different stuff. And, Same here. 
and there's other ones I'd, I'd like to own that I don't own yet. And I put them all through their different paces and I compare like, Hey, I like this shirt the most. I like these. And I'm a gear junkie. I think everybody in this room knows that. I like this pant the best. I like this shirt the best and blah, blah, blah. And if you know, Nate, that one's a quarter inch too long. Yep. This one's a, yeah, that's me. That is me. Most and of his stuff's too long. <laughs> most of it's too long. Yeah. yeah, definitely too short. Yeah, how many how many times your mom hen my pants, Russell? Uh, every pair of pants. Pretty much every times. Yep, <laughs> every pair of pants. Pretty much. And uh, but yeah, and we'll put them through their paces and and kind of yeah, try to do different reviews. We might do some mm-hmm. videos and stuff uh, for them and do some different things like that. I mean, we're not big into video, uh, as our listeners probably I'll know. I'll give you an honest review. I mean, the first thing I said was the negative of it. That that. That well, they're a little noisy in the knees and and different stuff. Like when I was sitting on my turkey seat, that that mm-hmm. butt, mm-hmm. it's canvas like on your butt, like a Carhartt material. Yeah, and that, that was a little bit noisy, but super light, super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll be curious to see how it does on their colder, colder stuff. Because it felt, I mean, it, so that morning it's really comfortable. Was like forty five degrees, which isn't freezing. I threw a light base later on underneath it and those lighter weight pants and i was perfect yeah it was warmer than i thought it was going to be yeah I, I honestly just think the big thing is without you know putting them through their paces and everything yet which i don't see why they wouldn't hold up pretty well yeah if you're a person that's like hey i've never been hunting before and i want to finally get some some quality camo or quality gear uh, and i got 500 bucks i'm not going to name names but you can go out and get one freaking jacket from Mm -hmm. this company or you can go get set up in early season and late season gear you have two complete all the way through setups and i'm talking gloves hats or what do you call them beanies all that stuff yeah yeah you know everything through huntworth and that's what i like about them a lot is Mm -hmm. you know they're you can afford this stuff and not break the bank but you know i'd rather spend my money personally on well, the experiences, whether it's a hunt or whether it's the shotgun or something that's actually going to do the the work, whether it's a call for coyote hunting, I'd rather put my money in something that's going to make the hunt more productive. Yeah, yeah. Than I would. I mean, if I could be comfortable, as long as I'm comfortable hunting. Yeah. I don't have yeah. to spend the most amount of money. Don't get me wrong, though. I still got <laughs> like I'm like I still like to try that out. Oh, no, yeah. Russell. Russell, you uh, you bought some new stuff. For uh, well, hell, let's just yeah, get into let's this. Get into that part, you yeah. Piece of crap. Um, <clears throat> so, of for the listeners to try to remember, we all go out west every year elk hunting as a group. So, Micah, Andy, myself, Russell, and then several other friends like Pat, who's been on the show. Pat, Brandon, you know, all those guys. Brandon, uh, we all go out every year. Well, this year as a group, we decided to start putting in in different states. Really, like we should have been doing. Oh, years ago, <laughs> Year, years ago, and we all put in in New Mexico as teams. So, like for instance, Micah and I put in together. Russell and Brandon put in together. Andy and Pat and your dad. Yep, me, Pat, and Oraj. They were a group of three that had to put in together. Um. Anyway, we all put in New Mexico, and we all put in for the exact same units for whatever reason. We won't say what units, but we all put in the same units to try to, you know. If, we drew together. We could be together. Yeah, whatever. None of us had chance. any any thoughts that we would draw. No, I did. I had high hopes. Did you really? <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, oh, I, I'm getting it. I was like, like a, I'm getting it's it. It's like a two percent chance. <laughs> but there's I thought a it was chance. like a seventeen. And then you chance. add the fact that we're a group of two and not just a single person. And in New Mexico, if if there is one tag left and you're a group of two, you don't get the tag. Right. Neither of you do. So I'm like, you know, well, no, this isn't going to work. And we all, I can't remember who texted first I thing did. that morning. I did because I, ca- I, saw, I saw people on Facebook saying, hey, the draw results are out because they came out early compared to what they said they were going to come a out. A week early? Yeah, a week yeah. early. And so I was like, or I looked it up or I had Nathan look it up. And no, nah, we didn't get it. No, nah, everybody, no, yeah. no. Then, and then Russell. Freaking Russell comes. Hey, I got my first choice. Uh, and we're okay. all like, bull crap. Yeah, we, yeah. we made him prove it. He had to screenshot us the actual <laughs> successful <laughs> draw. And then he did. And Russell drew New yep. Mexico. Russell and Brandon. Brandon. They're Russell going, and Brandon. They're going to go get him a big old bull. That would well, be terrific. That would be <laughs> awesome. I hope they do. Just yeah. an elk. <laughs> an elk. Yeah. 
Is it a it bull? Has, no, is it's it a bull be, cow? It's either. It's, it's either, either sex. sex. Okay. So, um, which is awesome because I I texted our buddy Chad Riker with Backcountry Rookies after. Isn't he down there? Yeah, yeah he lives in New Mexico. That's now. What I was thinking. And he didn't even draw for an elk this year. There, he drew for a mule deer and a sheep. I think he drew two things. I'd like to say, I feel bad. See, I would have a hard time living in a state that I. I knew there wasn't a hundred percent chance I was going to be able to hunt. Oh elk. no doubt! Like if I was that out was, west, yeah, yeah, I'd have a hard time moving there, knowing that there's chances I'm not going to be able to draw every year. Yeah, that I mean that's which for us it's nice because it's even across the board. Everybody gets a shot. No, it's not even. Well, not even, but better chances, and you know that you at least have a. It's a pure lottery, right? So, like for the listener, the way New Mexico does things, I could be a little off here, but. I think like 85% of the tags are for residents mm-hmm. of New Mexico. So you statistically have a better chance of drawing as a resident than you do a non-resident. The remaining 15%, nobody quote me on these exact numbers. It's somewhere around there. Look it up. Yep. <laughs> Look it up for yourself. Um, the remaining is split between non-residents and then outfitters. And I think it's like, you know, 7% a piece or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Seven percent of the tags are what we're putting in for the lottery for. So, I mean, if you think about that, let's say there's a hundred tags, that means seven tags are for out of staters that aren't going to an outfitter. That's a pretty shitty chance. And this asshole He's pretty good at math. This this guy right here pulled it. Pulled it off. <laughs> hey man. But I mean it's also nice on the fact that That's you know exactly how we did it yeah, too. You know exactly how many people are gonna be hunting that unit. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly how many tags. So, I mean, when where we go, it's all over the counter. So, we don't know if there's going to be 4,000 people in that unit or Which four. last year. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. So, that there are definitely some positives, too. Oh, definitely. And Especially when it's a pure lottery. I mean, you have – there's nothing to lose. Uh, yeah. Although, I will gripe about New Mexico in one aspect. Yeah. I'm glad, glad to have my money back. Yeah. So, they take your money up front. Yeah, that was, and that, then they hold it. Amy had a hard yeah. time. Seven hundred. She was like eight hundred, eight hundred and seven bucks or something like but that. But yeah, you only got seven eighty back. I yeah, think. you still lose yeah. your application sixty fee. bucks yeah. or something. Like Which that. you'll lose anywhere. But we can go down there and go yodi hunting. <laughs> yep. I think we can go coos hunting too, can't we? I have no idea. Uh, I'm pretty sure we can. Maybe that was Arizona. You might be thinking Arizona. We can go shoot coyotes, though. I do know yeah, that. I'm down for that. That's what I said. I was telling Nathan about this. I was like, dude, we just need to get together, go scout his unit, and kill some yodies in there, and so call it good. We can now, because all the applications we put in for, we can hunt coyotes in Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico. I can't do Arizona. I didn't put in for it. Oh. Yeah. That's I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so, just call for that. Are those. we like, is this going to happen? Are we doing this? Hey, I'm down. <laughs> We'll just have to figure out. I'm assuming they probably got a all year season, just like everybody else. But I don't know. I have to find out. I have to look that up. But. I'd be interested in doing it. That's for sure. I mean, I'm I'm excited to do some summer coyote hunting. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us in this room have ever hunted coyotes in the summer. Yeah, I've like specifically summer. went out to hunt it's them. Not specifically, or, no. It's like I said, <laughs> I said when you hear specifically. Them. <laughs> So you go out and you're like, I'm going to go call tonight. No, it's, it's more like I hear him. I'm going to go, go kill, kill him. him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like I went, which like right before this, I, we could hear him outside. Yeah, I went last week or the week before. That was the latest I've ever tried to go kill a coyote. Yeah, by far. Uh, I think it'd be. I mean, especially after talking to Heath yeah. uh, Baker well, a few months ago, we had him on talking about how he really likes the spring hunting them in the spring and summer because they're grouped up more, and so you got a lot of chances for. When I've, Doubles, I've, triples. Yep, and John Collins from the Tooth and Claw TV. I mm-hmm. watch a lot of his videos, and he says the same thing that in the spring, you know, they're just they're more pairs. Aggressive. Yeah, and they're yeah. pairs. I mean, think about it. And all, well, and all the pups they got on the ground. At yeah, that point, so know? they're paired up because that's what they do. It whenever we talk conservation, female usually hangs around the den more. The males out there hunting, then kind of switch around a little bit. So I'm out here busting my ass, Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> Which the one I killed during turkey season, that double came in. I killed the male. I don't know what the other one was. All right. The other one was a big dog, so I'm guessing it was two males, to be honest. But I, I, I have no clue. It'd it be fun, though. I mean, to, I think we've all bought in a little bit more this year to some, some coyotes. I think so. I would say we have uh, caused our wives some anguish and anger 
this year. With Mine's the, got a house. She'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the amount of, wait like, a minute. Like, what would you say, deer? She I would, thought you used that? to just spend your money on deer hunting and elk hunting, and now you're start, starting to spend your money on dogs. It's the gift that keeps on giving. That's the great thing about <laughs> it dogs. It is 2021. We don't put labels on what we're hunting, okay? <laughs> we're just hunting. Yeah, that dog looks just like deer to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm planning a trip. I, I've been talking to the landowner where I go up north, and I was like, hey, you plant, because he's building a shoust up there. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you plan on going this weekend, then I, the end of this month? He's like, oh, I'm thinking about going next week. I might be going that. And I'm like, okay, well, let me know. I might go up with you and try to kill something. So. Yeah. I got yeah. a camper. I mean, before we started, oh, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. We got, I got a house. Yeah, we, we, oh, we got a place we can stay. Yeah, I got a place we can stay. But and that's the thing. Like before we started recording, there's all these things we talk about, you know, wanting to do, and we're. It, that's what sucks. I mean, Time. it's awesome about spring, but what sucks about it too, especially mm-hmm. when you have families. I mean, three of the four people sitting in this room have kids. One of them is just free as a bird and can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Living we like to live life. vicariously through him. <laughs> yeah. And we do. We do. Definitely do. Yeah. But, you know, going up north and, and actually going and hunting those coyotes, yeah. I highly doubt we're going to go to New Mexico <laughs> and Colorado, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen either. You're right. We could, You're do right. Like weekend, <laughs> we could do a weekend thing, but it's going to be two full days of just getting there and back. Right. Uh, no, hopefully we get to do something around here. And then, honestly, by the time we start – getting into our our whitetail stuff like right now it's time yep typically i like to go put my cameras out and uh refresh all the mineral i did when i was turkey hunting i walked past i have three mineral sites on that farm it's like 180 acres walk past three of them one of two of them i only put mineral out one time i did not refresh it at all and right now they are digging i mean holes to get to it so i really need to get some some out there so, and I'm a believer in the big, I'll have to post a picture sometime on our social media of our, I have had one mineral site I've used for, I don't know how many years. I probably need to change it. I don't know if there's health reasons. I need to research that. It's the size of, I don't know, it's probably six foot in diameter. And what, what is it? Yeah, diameter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. And they just keep going and going um, and going. I don't think that's a bad thing. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but they're I mean, hit, they're hitting the mineral sites hard right now. Even though I haven't put anything out, that soil still is retaining a bunch of that salt. I'm guessing. I'm oh, curious yeah. what the mineral looks like at at one of my properties where I I just went and put mineral out there. Like what was it, dude? Two was, weeks ago, a week yeah, ago, that, a week ago. And I I changed mineral sites this last year. Didn't you do that last year too? Why do you keep on changing it? It's the same spot that I changed it to. I switched spots because the mineral site I already had was number one in the middle of a food plot I want to be planting. Yeah, and stuff then don't number, grow that great with salt. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then number two, that spot stays real, real wet, and so yeah, I, I, you know, it washes away. I think, and so I moved it across a creek and a little bit more elevated. And all I did was put a trophy rock out there last year to start that new right. site. And I went out there to to dump that salt. And they've already paw, pawed up yeah. a, an area the size of your dinner, you know, your, right. your dinner table right here, which is, you know, regular round table right here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I haven't been out there since. I'm curious to, if they've really been hammering or not, but. Oh, I'm sure they have. Yeah. I got two trophy rocks sitting in my truck that I just haven't went and put them out there yet. I Dude, I don't time. know what the deal is. The trophy rock I got out there, I put out there. I don't know September of last year. Yeah, I swear it's no, it's barely smaller than it was. Really? Well, so I went to Orsland's to buy them, and they didn't have any in the, the bin. Mm-hmm. So I went to the lady. I'm like, "Hey, you guys don't happen to have any trophy rock, do you?" And she's like, "Actually, yeah, we have some, but hold on, let me get Bob or whatever his name was. He comes up. Hey, man, we do have some, but it got wet. And I'm like, "All right." What the hell's that matter? Yeah, he's like, so we'll give you we'll give you five dollars off or whatever it was. I'm like, all right, I'll take the bin. I'll take them. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them getting wet. I don't know if they got coated in plastic or some shit, but the the, the one is still just as big, I swear, as it was when I bought I mean, it. They sit outside all year long and, and get wet. So I don't know I if think. there's a reaction with the plastic or something that keeps it from so. breaking down. Was, or? I mean, the other one's gone that I put out on the old site. It's huh. gone. It's See, been gone. But I had that same situation uh, with two of mine. I put, I mean, they were the same size rocks. 
put one on one, one on the other. The other one was gone within no time. The other one, it like towards the end of the season, it started trickling down where it was just a little bit. I just so. can't help but think of people who actually know like the answers to some of this <laughs> and shit. They're like, like these idiots. These guys are stupid. Well, yeah. thing like we don't. I don't ever use Trophy Rock. You know, Russell and me and Andy and me and now Mike. Obviously, yeah. when you get the chance to, we we mix our own stuff. We we'll just to, go buy the. I like the to whip up my back batch of yeah. feed, which I plan on doing that this year, but just time thing. The one was probably out in the rain. Yeah, sun was probably hitting it. Yeah, other uh, ones baked it probably under uh, tree cover yeah. and shade. Yeah. So it's not getting rained so on. You saying I got a trophy rock pie out there? Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get rid of it. <laughs> well, I mean, they're still going to lick the rock. Yeah. They, they have been. They kicked it around. It's yeah. off the side a little bit, actually, where they've been, I swear, messing with it. But That's a know, raccoon. I don't care. I'm yeah. just kidding. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Be, I mean, there's some giant raccoons back here. I know that. Dude, there are big coons back Remember there. Remember that one we were on? Yeah, there? that thing was ginormous. We got to start doing some hound hunting over there. There you go. Something like that. We're just killing raccoons. We see them pretty yeah. regularly. I remember you had that one trail camera. What was there, like <laughs> five stacked on top of each other trying to get to the feeder? And then they ate a hole through the, the a lid of the circle. feeder. Yeah, they ate a, a circle. perfect circle in the top of that feeder. Just yeah. enough to get a paw through. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and they... uh yeah, they did it. It'd be nice this year, you, and maybe put multiple cameras. Um, you know, with the Cuddy Link system, you can put them and see how you know if their deer are still going to use that that one up. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you changed one location to a little higher elevation. The other one, like I said, is in that bottom part. Yep. And you might be able to catch a travel pattern to see if they're still checking that old old deal. Yeah, and I I strategically put that there um, because there's kind of chose it. Huh? Because I chose it. You, because you Russell did. told him to. And there's <laughs> strategic complicit where Russell told him. Well, to. and it's between two pretty heavy travel uh, paths, I guess you call it, right? Trails. Yeah. yeah. There's a trail that comes down on further west, and then there's a trail east of it, and this is kind of in between the two of them, closer to the east one. Uh, and you can already see where they have made a new trail from the east trail to the the salt. And then back past it and then down across the creek. So they, they already know it's there, which is, I mean, I, I, found I knew they would be part. quickly. Um, but, yeah. And then, I mean, hell, this this is the time of year. Honestly, this is, I think, half the reason why turkey season turns into me never really doing it is because we get busy with life. And for whatever reason, in my mind, May hits and I start thinking about deer elk <laughs> i get it and i could give a crap about anything else half the time speaking of elk the missouri elk season application is open whoa right whoa, now. whoa don't remind people <laughs> oh okay. sorry you're ruining my odds <laughs> appreciate, i appreciate you reminding me because i had forgot i saw I, saw I have to put in myself but yeah i saw that the other day and, and I was like, bear as well i'm not gonna do bear I'm this not year i put in for bear i don't think i'm gonna wait I'm going to wait on it once they get a little bit more. Because I haven't heard nothing about it, but I'm assuming we're not baiting. I would assume that. No, I don't think you can. So, those those guys are pretty tricky to hunt, I would assume. So Okay, but so if you get one, do you not get another one then for a while? Or I, I don't know. Assume, I would assume it's the same deal. Same as the elk? I just decided. I, would, I need to research that. I wasn't going to put in for a bear because if I did draw it, I want to be able to put my 100% effort into actually hunting one and... I don't think I would at this moment, so not putting in for a bear. Hmm. Yeah, let the let somebody who actually is gonna like go all out yeah. put in for it. Yeah, I just don't get me wrong. I'd love I'll to. Pro- go. I'll probably put in for a bear. I'd love to go do it, but I'd probably rather just go somewhere else where I know I'm gonna get one. I mean, you can, you know, I got family out in North Carolina where he says he could put me on a bear, no problems. Yeah. Not that I want an easy hunt or something like that, but I kind of like, like kind of <laughs> like what Nathan, <laughs> but kind of like what Nathan says. I think you know, the, or you're gonna the history time. part of it is what I. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd sure, be cool. yeah, that would be actually pretty cool. When yeah. is the actual yeah. season? Need like, to look that up. I really don't know. I need to look it up. I yeah. did know, but is I don't. It spring bear, like I would have thought it. Out spring west, bear. they do. I would think it'd be spring bear. If only there was a way for one of us to check. If we had these like technology or something, electronical devices. Yeah, we ain't gonna do that. But yeah, but yeah, this time of year is where I just get like Russ and I and, and Andy were already talking about doing some stuff with our 
uh, they Andy and Russell both have skid steers, and we're talking about mowing some paths and mowing down some uh, uh, what do you call them the food plot areas we'd like to try to do stuff in and, and get we're them kind of ready. Late. I mean, our food plot should be planted by now. Speaking but. of that, I need to borrow your brush hog at some point. That'd be yeah. real handy. <laughs> it, it is. It is. You need it for about a day. You can yeah. have it back. You can get a lot of stuff done in a day. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking about actually, you know, we have a spot, spot here that I like to be able to see from my house. I think mm-hmm. yeah, the, the field's going to the soybeans. I'm thinking about honestly planting some like super late soybeans right and up against not combining the, them and not combining them and leaving just a. a I'm talking about. How does like, your dad feel about that? It's my beans. <laughs> it's my beans. <laughs> I leave like a. I a, feel great about it. <laughs> I don't, and I'm not talking about a lot, but like a ten foot strip, like a buffer right. strip, and right. that's what I started doing against the timber anyway. Kind of like what the conservation does. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but instead of like grass, I want to put it into something that they'll Useful. eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which they eat grass, I realize that, but, um, but just use as a buffer strip because not as far as like harvestability. One, it's hard to get your equipment up against all the brush, tear stuff up more than anything, and then two, not a lot grows. There's not a lot. I mean, if you've ever rode in a combine around a field edge of thick timber, you don't your yield is not there, so you're really not getting yeah. They're competing up. for nutrients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So your shade and everything else. So I can play with my deer. Have a nice little food plot, not waste a lot of farm ground. So that's my plan. I think about August, maybe September, like first part of September, throw some beans in the ground. I wholeheartedly support your decision. I bet you do. Why can't you just plant when you normally plant and then just Would leave? You shut it? your mouth. I'm asking as a farm. I mean, I'm <laughs> a farm. I'm curious, and I'm not an expert in it by any means. But my thought and theory is they'll so like when, will they mature enough by then? Whenever. My 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 thought is okay. The other beans are going to be starting to turn, starting mm-hmm. to die off. These will still be green longer, and yeah. so for so your first part of both season, you'll still have some green standing. And then by the time everything is done, you're getting closer to rifle season. Those will just be starting to turn later, right? And so you'll have a little bit of a more livelier food source source than the. So you're going to be using it for the broadleaf versus the actual, actual legumes. Yeah, the yeah. actual bean. Yep. Because okay. how often have you guys went out in early season, bow season, walked a field edge, and seen where the deer have grazed the top Just of every every time, yep. every soy you know soybean plant, um, which actually can help a soybean, but I mean, just that little they like a little bit of stress on them, yeah, um, but not that. to the point where they're being eaten to the ground, <laughs> not like yeah. You know. stubs, yeah. So, but that's that's my thought on it is is a little bit later to to align it better with actual season, right, yeah. and keep it greener into season yeah so plant them just and every year i don't know how many listeners i mean are familiar with farm and all that stuff you clean out the boxes at the end of the year you have extra seed you can't do anything with it you can try to keep it but usually it's not enough i mean if you if you were efficient with your planting and ordering seed it's not enough to really try to store so uh it sits in at least ours sits in a shed we forget what we forget is that roundup was that, that liberty <laughs> was that dicamba and so then you have this bucket of beans that you never use again ends up getting thrown out so yeah i mean it's worth a shot for sure it's but funny you should like say that so you're broadcasting them or? um yeah because i i don't have, you don't have a five foot no i don't <laughs> have a, i don't have a five foot drill um but yeah. probably broadcast, and then I'd like to find some type of like maybe Colt Packer or do it right in front of a big rain that's supposed to come. You probably need to work it a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you should say that. Russ and I just had a conversation uh, yesterday. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Yeah, we were at, Mo- at Mother's Day talking about one of the places that him and I worked pretty hard on together. And we have been busting our asses the last two years on getting this beautiful alfalfa plot, we'll call it, done. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's beautiful. And the deer don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's an acre. Uh, so it's not huge. You know, it's just an acre, maybe a little bit more, but not and much. And they're not eating it. And they're not touching it. You, you I mean, can't hunt it. I mean, they will eat it. They'll come through and, you know, graze on it. But you'll see... Photo after photo of them walking just straight through it and never even. Uh, I think it's going to be time of year though too because right now they have 
Yeah, yeah. We, we thought it would be like a, hey, something to bring them after the crops are out type mm-hmm. of deal. It's worse then. Yeah, they don't yeah. care. They had it in summertime. You get daytime pictures in the summer. Mm-hmm. But as far as hunting season goes, they're not there. And yeah. see, I, I, but that's it, weird because I've read, I've read research on it that they put a cornfield, bean yeah. field, alfalfa field, and they'll pick the alfalfa every time. Yeah, that's what I read. That's why we, that's why we chose to do and that. Doesn't, but doesn't alfalfa take three years to mature? Or whatever. I mean, I that's, the, no, that's if you're going to harvest it, it for like hay and stuff. I mean, last year it was rocking. These guys, it? I've had alfalfa for three, five years. No, they just whooped my ass the first year they put it in. It did do good. Well, I mean, that's I mean, what I hunt. The two of my farms, that's what they are, is their alfalfa fields. We, right. we had to cut it three times, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's due right now. It just, yeah, just rains. It's just keeps coming in. It does great. But anyway, at Mother's Day, him and I were kind of talking about like, maybe we should just leave be- standing beans. Or something, or, or a whole lot simpler than putting clover three trailers worth of hay every year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it ain't that big a deal, but it is a pain in the ass. You know, three different times you got to what is it like thirty, forty bales each time, something like it's that. More than that, is it more? Yeah, it's like eighty each time. Yeah, I mean on an acre, it did it. It dude, is dude, lush. We, that alfalfa. I don't know. We're we're dumping the fertilizer to it. Okay. It's, it's it was good. some good alfalfa. That's the Dang, that is crazy. Cause no weeds. Like, I've helped. Yeah, I've helped do bales over where I hunt, and I mean, I wouldn't think they were getting that much out of an acre, but it's it's getting old. It's I think they're getting on their sixth, seventh year yeah. on it though. And, so and it the is, soil where it is is real good, and it catches runoff from yeah. crop fields. So, so it's getting, plenty of moisture. It's getting yeah. all the nutrients that it can, yeah. can yeah. handle. And see, that's my my downside to my food plots is I have them shoved in the middle of the timber someplace. I'm bad about doing soil samples. I haven't done them. Mm-hmm. I'll throw some fertilizer on it, but it may not be what it needs. Right. We did have one that we got going good that I will say is comparable, could be, to some of the alfalfa, and we, we dumped some lime to it. They really needed lime. Uh, being a legume, it, need, it does not, yeah, does not like the soil acidic, if I'm not mistaken. And the lime will... Neutral. I could be complete. Somebody's gonna call me out. Bullshit. <laughs> this year's uh, been tough on it. It's not growing. Hell, grass hayfields are not growing. It's just been cool up here. It's not. I, I was down in southern Missouri um, over the weekend. I tell you what, their hay is ready to cut. I mean, it is tall. It's thigh high, and I mean, looks awesome. Now up here where we're at, we've missed a lot of rains that a lot of other parts of Missouri has gotten. Yeah. And it's and been cold. Yeah, it's I mean, been, it's been chilly. It's been kind of and it depends like, the growth there. I think it depends on where like. My house, where your dad does stuff, it, I mean, it's this tall already. Yeah. You ne- my neighbor's house, or my neighbor's field next to mine, which is literally, my hay field stops, there's a fence, his hay field starts. I bet my, my grass is, my clover and grass is a minimum 18 inches taller than his. Already. Fertilizer this year has made a huge yeah. difference. And your, Russell's dad fertilizes and... Uh, which price of fertilizer is up like forty percent, but damn, yeah. seems like everything's up this <laughs> yeah. year. It's been ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just ready to kind of like I, I, May hits every year, and I'm, I I'd put out freaking trail camps tomorrow. I think if I could, so, <laughs> like I get too out. excited. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm ready to start seeing. I, I've seen some turkey, and you see a few deer, and the racks. I mean, there's some deer out there. that got some pop cans coming out of their head. I'm pretty right, excited. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm but, I'm like I'm done. I'll, I'm excited to do some coyote hunting still this summer mm-hmm. because it's so new with us, and I really do enjoy it. And you know, we can coyote hunt quickly. Yeah, if we have two hours of an evening, we can go out do two two three sets and hunt. Scratch that itch a little bit. Yeah, but yep. otherwise, I'm I'm thinking about deer and elk now, and I'm ready to do some some stuff that we always say we're going to do, and we kind of lose time and. We don't do it. But. We had plans to do it back in February, but you know, <laughs> still haven't done it yet. But uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to break the bow out again. Start shooting. Yes. I'm trying to figure out a way to put Laney on my back so I can shoot. <laughs> you know, uh, she I, is a uh, she's wide enough that you could probably do that. Oh, she's tiny. She's well, a tiny little. They call it a papoose. Uh, what the, well, what'd you just call her? <laughs> <laughs> I will beat you. <laughs> what'd you just call her? <laughs> I really have no idea what you just said. It's like one of them pouches. Oh, yeah. You talking, about king, you talking about kangaroo? Kind of kangaroo like pouch. 
I mean, I'll just call it a pouch. I don't know. But no, oh, she does have funny. one of those. I just got to figure out. I tried doing it the other day. Like Amy left, and so <laughs> I tried to like put it on the little thing, and it was like all. I mean, it held her, but I'm like, this ain't right. There's no, there's no way I. Can. I got that picture. Yeah, Micah oh, texted me. Boy. Am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think no, I. Well, I haven't picked up my bow yet this year. Now I know shoot. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing I've neglected. Well, I want to get it. I want to get mine restrung this year. Uh and I want to switch broadheads this year. Oh, uh, let's talk about that. Where are you going? Are you I'm going to go Thorn. I think I'm going to try Thorn out. What is that? Three blade, four blade, two blade? Four. It's. Two and a bleeder? It's, it's, no, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it's right, crazy. For the, listeners, for the listeners, you can visibly watch Micah think right now. Well, I'm trying to think. It's three blades, but it's like one blade. So it's got one. And then another one the other way. Hey, they can't way. see your hand gestures. I know. Well, I'm just saying it's three blades <laughs> stacked on top of each other pretty much. I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Yeah, I, I've, I've not heard of those. So they That look, sounds difficult. No, it's super simple. It's like real low profile. I mean. So fixed. Yeah, it's fixed. fixed. They do have uh, mechanical and stuff like that, but I, I'm not a huge fan of mechanicals yet. You know what's interesting is, uh, what would you say, like three years ago, we all sort of switched to, to the same broadheads. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. all of us switched to slick trick standards. Did yeah. what I have? for the I most had part something that was. Oh, I was uh, shooting the Dirt Nap Alpha. Yeah, but you like those? I things. do like those. I could go back to those pretty sit pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. I uh, so you're gonna go to the Thorn? Yep. I need to. I have not. I don't recall. Check them out. Thorn. They're, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool, and they look like they would leave a nasty blood trail, and that's what I want. Yeah. So, you know, I am. I think I'm going to make a switch, and I need to do it soon. High roller over here. I am. Bend over. <laughs> yeah. I'm about, I'm about to bend over and take it up the tailpipe. Yeah. But I have done a bunch of, I guess you'd call it research, YouTube reviews, watching everything I can watch. I'll be honest with you. I've called a bunch of companies and asked questions, like, what do you do here, this, that, and I'm, I'm about Nobody n- sent you anything? That's kind no, of unco- <laughs> that's kind of uncommon. <laughs> you didn't talk any of them into it. No, I didn't ask. Um, I think I'm about ninety five percent sure I'm going to go with the Iron Wheels this year. Switch yeah. over to Iron Wheels. I just can't. I can't do that. I, I no. I there's no doubt in my mind that those things are bad to the bone. I really hope they are because I'm about to. Yeah, that guy. So it's one, two, three, four blades stacked on top. Of All each right. Other. That's the craziest thing I've that's ever seen. We see that's that. wild. Yeah, and it doesn't expand. Damn. Nope. So, like, the actual diameter is not that crazy, but... You cut in every direction, though. Yeah, there's no way that thing's going to close up any. I wonder how they fly with that many things sticking out. Supposedly, they fly... Like, if you look at it, like, from point down, like, it looks real low profile and stuff. I mean, they all say they fly like field points. That's every broadhead broadhead out there flies like field points. I'll be honest with you. I might go back to a rage. I used to rage deer multiple years ago, and I went to a fix when we started hunting elk and... After last year, I mean, I felt like I had a setup that I did make a bad shot. I realized that. And, uh, it, you know, shot placement is everything. But uh, it didn't it didn't help me on that shot. So, yeah. Rages, I know the blood trail, they leave just by my nephew. My nephews still use those, and they're smoking deer and leaving these massive blood trails. And so, I might just sell out and go back. So, are you going to shoot a smaller diameter rage for elk? Stuff I'll probably big. go to that, uh, they have that tripan or uh, a hybrid. I haven't really looked much at the hybrid, but I do like some of their hybrid. And they have that one. That's I that real gnarly it. looking one, right? Yeah. With the, it's fixed and then fixed yeah, the front and expands. <clears throat> I just, I mean, I'm sure they, f- I would just think that would take a lot tinkering with to get the fly right, but maybe not. No. Mm. I guess if it, I guess you're mainly just, you got, I mean, it's just like any fixed blade you'd have to. Might take a look at them, but that's I don't know. I, I'm I'm toying with the idea of going back to because they had the stainless steel um, hypodermics. I got a buddy though. I mean, that's what he shoots is the hypodermics, and he freaking loves them. Yeah, shot placement is key. Yeah, shot placement is so, key. I mean, there's no, there's nothing to replace a shot placement. So I mean, something leaves a good blood trail. I mean, that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking this year is go for a rage something like that. But and yours would be more forgiving on hitting it back. Right. Versus Nate's would be more forgiving hitting it up front. front. Yeah, I mean, those iron wheels. So, which I, I mean, was shooting a 550-grain arrow at 
I don't know how many feet per second, pulling 72 pounds, 31-inch draw length. I thought I had a setup that could help me recover from a bad what, shot. What was the distance? 30 yards? 30 on the yeah. dot. 30 so yards you, on the dot. I mean, you would have thought. That's what I would have thought. And I'm not going. I'm not trying to make excuses. Right. I screwed up. Yeah. You know, I made a it's bad not, shot. Yeah, it's not the shot you want, but we you set it up thinking right. that if you little for yeah. little forgiving of my yeah. error, you know, yeah. but. and it didn't. So okay, obviously, I might have to get better. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it, that's always the deal. <clears throat> shot placement is king, and no matter what we're. I mean, we like talking gear because that's what we like doing. Right. But it's just, I think it's funny how we're all like going now different. We all went now. to the same, and yeah. now we're all. Now we're like, oh, I'm still yeah. stuck in the old yeah. school. Yeah, you still. <laughs> yeah, like you're still going to go. I'm still going to go. You've had pretty good success with it, though. Yeah. I I'm like go magnums this year instead of standards. So yeah. you're even changing a little bit. See, just, yeah. just an eighth yeah. of an inch bigger all the way around. And I, I don't have a problem with the slick tricks. I like the slick tricks. I just don't like the blood trail that I've gotten out well, of those I've shot. I do too. I mean, I've they've always flown great and sharp, sharp as can be. Oh man, easy, easy to do. And but yeah, just I just have had. A few bad lucks, which probably have nothing to do with the broadhead, but you know I've I've looked There's at some these superstition iron wheels. in some hunting. Yeah, if you got some bad bad juju with some gear, you get rid of it. You got to be yeah. confident in everything you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I haven't made a decision what iron wheel I'm going with. There's a uh, I'm, I know I'm going with a solid, but there's a solid there's solid standard and there's a solid wide now. And I'd uh, go with the original. My opinion. Yeah, I'm thinking I will. I don't but think you got enough horsepower behind your. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, a 26 inch draw. Yeah, 27 jerk. Oh, 44, 44 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's maxed out. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'd love to be pulling 44 pounds <laughs> if that's all I had to do. Yeah, it's a what? Is that 70 pound bow? It's 70. Yeah. 70. Yeah, and I mean you've had good luck with that bow. You should. No, really see that's the weird thing we talk about gear. You're I love the He's bow. He's confident in it. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this with. Uh, Leanne Drake. Yeah. I, I, it's a 12 or 11 year old bow now. And I might go get it restrung again before I get rid of it just because I love the bow. It's been a great bow. It was a great bow for Russell before it was my bow. I was listening to was our buddy at uh, Backcountry Rookies. He had a, they had a deal and they were, he had a bunch of people on just talking and whatever but a lot of those like i think two or three of those guys they were shooting like 15 year old bows because they're like it works yeah like, why, why do i, I mess it. With it? it works so. i mean it's the same thing with like russ you had a uh a bow you bought brand new had some <laughs> real unfortunate things happen with that bow you you've never felt like you and that bow almost like jive got along or whatnot and the next the next year you we're into another one, weren't you? Yeah. Like, like that, that that quick. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, sometimes you just get in your head that this isn't my thing or something. I still have my, was the second bow I ever owned, uh, was that Bear Anarchy. Still to this day, I'm the most comfortable on that one. Now, I have a Matthews VXR now, and I really like it. I think a little more time, it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. But that Bear, I had it for so many years that... If I had to go pick up one and hit a target, I'd still go back to that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, another thing I'm switching up. I'm going to go. I'm hoping to go to a thumb release this nope. year. I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm, back, <laughs> I'm, I'm back to a wrist release. So you're getting rid of your thumb release, huh? Yeah. You, <laughs> want, again. you want it? Yeah. I'll tell you that. Then. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just, yeah. Once again, that's because of an experience. It is. You and know? that's just, I know what I did wrong. It's not the release's fault, but. But you're blaming it on it. I can eliminate that scenario right by going back to a wrist release yeah buck fever got me no i get it it'll get you it'll get you every time every time that's that's why i'm like i'm already it's we're sitting here recording this on may 10th and i'm already just like oh it's getting pretty late might be a deer 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 you know (laughs) yeah i'm ready to get after it man still shooting the same arrows everybody yeah oh yeah yeah i'm not changing yeah yeah lighted knocks no yeah, I'm I gonna like lighted knocks. I keep shooting my nocturnals, and I'm I'm gonna keep running the the blazer veins on my arrows. I've never had problems with them. To have the heat, I would like to like Russell. You run a a a es? No, no. Um, you did for a while. Yeah, had some failures. Yeah. Um, what the hell am I running now? I don't know. I have to come back to it. But well, one way or the other, they're not 
blazers. No. And they're a two and a quarter or something. Yeah, they're shorter. Yeah. Lower but, profile. you know, part of me is like, I'd like to try something else. But once again, I've never had a problem with my blazers on anything I've shot before. And Yep. So that's what I'm going to keep shooting. I don't shoot good enough to where I can tell that half inch difference. It, you know, part of me would like to actually I take that back. Part of me would like to try four instead of three. Mm-hmm. And have you guys heard of this? Uh, I'm going to forget. Zinger Fletches. Zingers, yeah. Have you heard of those? No, but Vaintex. Vaintex, that's what, yeah, that's, that's what, what I shoot. shoot. Yeah, that's right. And I've had really good luck with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a minute, got there. Got there. Have, have you heard of these Zingers? No, I have. It's a, you've heard of fobs, right? Yeah. 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 I ran those. This. <laughs> yeah, Mike had some of those. Yeah. This is a fob that is, they're fletches. It's fletched. I'll treat And it's, it's compression fitted or something. So you slide it to the position you want it mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to move. Then come off. Pass-throughs are a problem. Cause but didn't will. they say, don't they say that the pass-throughs are okay? Uh, I've just, I've read some reviews that say that's not accurate. Accurate. But I mean, it doesn't make sense. I've also heard you put stay. it in the spot you want. And you can just tack some glue on the front ends of each little vein, and then it, it's fine. I mean, that would make but sense. But it's a, it's a compression, and they're just little flit, you know, little veins. It's you know, essentially had, the fob without the circle. It's the I fob, some, but it's fletches, basically. Right. Yeah. I did some heat shrinks one time. So it sounds they had heat like, shrinks yeah. with the veins already glued on the heat shrink. You just yeah, yeah, slid like it I've, over I've and heated that. it up. Yeah, those were pretty good. Yeah, this is just something like you you put it in place. It doesn't move, but if you want to move it, you just squeeze and pull it off and. I mean, it's you can take it off. Inflate it. Oh, okay. It gets tighter. It, it doesn't move. It, only if you want to move it will it move. You have to, it's like a compression. You have to squeeze it to release it. Right. Something oh, like that. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about them, but there's part of me that's like, boy, well, that'd be and, really easy to fletch a dozen arrows. And they're pretty <laughs> cheap, too. I mean, I don't know. I haven't bought them. I'm, if you I'm, include your time. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm saying. your time's worth anything. And you yeah, I like, have to have I like piddling with it. So, I mean, I like gluing them on. And yeah, I don't have a problem doing it. Ripping them off. Break your, rip them off. <laughs> tell your Until your bits and burger breaks mid stuff, and then you got to. Yeah. That's the, I, I dealt with that last year. Yeah, during my arrows. Yeah, during your arrows. <laughs> that's right. I called you. I'm I, like, uh, hey, uh, FYI, you're not getting any arrows. No, no. No, I was there. I literally got done scraping all the old fletchings off. Oh, yeah, this is broken. We're not going to be able to. That's right. This. I'm like. Well, thanks for nothing. So I started your first arrow, and I'm like, I don't like the way that one. It's about time for a couple tic tac toe nights. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun. oh yeah, that's, that's always I a enjoy fun time. That. Yeah. I didn't like the way the first one sat, and so I took it off, and I did it again. I'm like, I don't. There's something going on here, and I did something to the bits and burger, and it the stripped the screw out. The screw the set. I mean, which you bought out. it used, so yeah, it could have been 30 years old when I bought it. Yeah, you bought it from a bow shop, so you know it's yep. been well used. So, yeah, you know, it's going to happen. I ended up stealing Russell's for a while and doing my own, but everything came out. Yeah, way to scrape the glue off. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> way to clean the glue off. I pretty. I thought I did. Uh, Maybe there's a difference between it. wiping it off and getting it all off. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Got it. Sorry about that. I'll I got into it. it. <laughs> uh, well, we've been bullshitting for an hour. I'm pretty sure nobody's listening to us anymore. No, they're not. <laughs> But, yeah, I just, you know, we haven't got together in a while, and we thought, let's just get together and have a BS session. Those are, honestly, those are kind of fun for me. I'm, you know, we're always doing topics and trying to stay topical for the time of year. And mm-hmm. sometimes we just, it's fun to sit down and, and bullshit together and do the stuff that we pretty much do every time we get together. But, yep. you know, so hopefully you got something out of this. We talked about a little bit of everything. Uh Hell, I think we even worked on two sponsors while we were talking <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Um, that was pretty sly on us, right? And we didn't even like try to <laughs> do that. We just kind of worked it in. We're good like that. <laughs> By the way, Cuddy back M-O-W-W-21 for 10% off. Yeah. See, I just worked it in again. There you go. Man, I'm getting good at this. Get you a Cuddy link system. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, be looking for some stuff. As summer hits, we're going to probably start doing more whitetail things, more elk things. Uh, topical, you know, some fishing stuff, some more topical things. Probably going to do some more uh, coyote hunting. Yeah. Uh, top uh, shows, more summer-based stuff and tactics some, and things like that. Get some more informative stuff on here and, you know, how to tips and tricks. And yeah, as food pot stuff comes on, maybe get somebody on and talk about some, some need-be stuff there. And yeah. Some summer management things. Yeah. There'll some. be some, some stuff. Um, Russ is going to continue just out there killing it 
<laughs> I, I'm telling you, dude. I hope this this fall we, he's got the just the most badass New Mexico story. I know. I'm so I'm really, I'm just so jealous. I'm almost tempted not to go to Colorado and just tag along with those guys. Just be like, I'll help pack out. <laughs> I just want to go experience it. Here, here here's what <clears throat> I will trade in seeing a single white-tailed deer this year if I can say I'm going to go to Colorado, I'm going to kill a bull on the first or second day there, and then I'm going to drop down with Russ and Brandon and and hang out with them and watch them kill a bull at some point in theirs. No. Nope. I will. I will. <laughs> he said, nope. nope. I will forfeit killing a whitetail this year for that. Oh, you said seeing. Yeah, you said see. What did I say see? <clears throat> you said, said seeing said, a white-tailed deer. I will forfeit What's seeing. What's the damn difference? Okay, I forfeit if seeing. I don't see a deer while I'm hunting at least deck. once. I didn't tell I don't you I don't know how hunt. much longer probably, I'm going to be hunting. I will probably forfeit killing one for that. Yes, maybe. All right, I, I'll go to that instead. I'll forfeit killing one. What about this? We kill two and then come up to see you. I'm good with that too. Yeah, yeah. That's I fine. don't. I don't know if you understand. You what owe I'm me. A, you owe. Right you owe me a pack out. So <laughs> I'm going to need you there for that. I'm selfishly <laughs> trying to get myself a bull while seeing you get a bull. So your little plan didn't work because I hadn't killed a bull in your plan yet. Oh. Now, if your plan is you guys kill two and then come up and then somehow I kill one, okay, I guess I'll do that too. But I really want to check out. I want to see New Mexico and how. The hunting, how different it is, your terrain, just all that stuff. I think it'd be cool. But probably not going to see it because we're probably going to beat our heads against the wall for 10 days in Colorado. Again. Which we need to talk about that meeting-wise. <laughs> that's, that's an all-fair conversation. Yeah, nothing you guys need to hear about, but yeah. we Another need to talk about Another full episode. So, yep. anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, thanks to Russell for coming on again. Uh, thanks to the guys for all being together mm-hmm. for the first time in a while. Hopefully this house gets done soon and this freaking daughter grows up. <laughs> Grow up, Start would you? feeding herself. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to feed her with your useless nipples. <laughs> yeah, with my useless nipples. <laughs> so anyways, before we hop off, you got a dad joke for us? Oh, no. It's been a minute. You didn't have one a couple weeks ago. I didn't. I'm slacking. Actually, I had one this morning. Hold on. If I could think hard enough. It was pretty funny, too. But I can't remember it, so sorry. This okay. is your job. You need to start bringing. Mike it up. is the newest dad. I know, and I'm sleep deprived, so I don't have to come <laughs> up with nothing. <laughs> I think I think the useless nipples is the close enough dad joke. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, what I'll is work it? on it for next time. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, hope everybody has a great week. We will talk to y'all later. See you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.